This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Abam. We're continuing in Mishnah Brura, Dafa Shavua. We're learning Simen Lamed Beis. We're in the middle of Sif Vav. The Mechaber said, Ein sach l'sartet ki im shita al You only have to etch the top line. V'meni yodea liyasha hashita b'loi sirtut. If you can't make the lines straight without etching them, you started kashuas, you need to etch all the lines. So it's not like tefillin. Tefillin, you need to, it's not like, excuse me, mezuzah. Mezuzah, you need to etch all the lines. However, the opinion of the mechaber is that for tefillin, you only have to etch the top line unless you can't write straight. V'lo yisartet b'oiferes. Do not etch with lead. Because then the place that you etch will be colored. So etch with something that won't leave a mark. Some say you need to etch above, below, and the sides. Even though you could write without etching. That is the minhag. Now again, we saw the Bir Halach yesterday. What if you didn't do etching at all? Then it's Machlekes Rabbeinu Tam and other shitois. Um, Rabbeinu Tam said it's possible, and other shitois said that it would be okay with the Yevet. Now, the um, the Mechaber said that if you can't write straight without etching, you need to etch all the lines. Says the Mishabros of Katan Chavav Yisarte Perush L'Charchila, all the lines. Why Mishum Zakeli V'Anveyo? To beautify the mitzvahs, even though the Dershu points out nobody could see it on the outside. What Zekeli Van Veo is it to have the lines written straight when nobody ever sees it? There's still an Indian of Zekeli Van Veo. But the Ebed Afilim Leisertate, because of Ashitais Akumais, Ain Lifsalat Tfilin. Nevertheless, if the lines are not straight, sometimes you see Tfilin, Sevetamazuza, things don't look that straight, it's not puzzle. The Oiferis don't use lead. Says Mishrub Chain Bediyoy. Uh, ink of a sikra or a red pigment, v'chol kiyotze bazao, any light, any of the like which is a color. V'afilu bein hashitim, also l'sartet by. Even between the lines, you cannot etch with it. Even the dirshu brings that, let's say you want to make some kind of signature for identification so that it's not stolen, or you want to make a hechsher, on the hide somewhere. The Mikdash Ma'at says it's Asr. Rav Moshe says, and the Tzitzel Yezer says, um, not even to do, to draw on the opposite side of the cloth. You should not have any writing on anywhere other than the writing of the Stam. Okay, Vaiter. You would be able to etch with something that has a color. The chuvas dvar shmuel is mafakbeik. Whether b'diavad it's kosher ma'ayid in mesurtat b'shum tseva shachar. In the chuvas dvar shmuel. He questions this very much if you etch with any black color, machmas nagias ois ba'ois, al yidei hasir hashachar, because you might cause the letters to touch. Imloi dekasav mitachas hasir tod. Ayin sham.
it seems like the issue here is it might cause the letters to be touching. Now, what does that mean? Why would the letters be touching? The answer is, let's say you write the word um, Shema. So the Shin and the Mem, if they're both on the line, and the line has ink in it, so now they're connected through the ink of the line. So the issue of... um, some place can say, okay, but yeah, but if there's ink or there's coloring in the line, it's not a problem. But the, the Shiloh of the Dvar Shmuel is that the ink in the line may cause the letters to be considered connected unless you write under the etching. In other words, it's the, the etching of Stam is different than regular etching when you write. Usually you have a line under the letter. The etching by Stam, the line is above the letter. But if you're just using, let's say, the etching as a way to keep the writing straight and you're writing below the etching, which has color, then uh, even the Dvar Shmuel would agree, but the Yavid, it would be kosher. Okay, you ready for, so let's read Siv Zion today. Um, I, I'm very uh, prepared to read Siv Zion because I was just in the tannery in Fez. So hopefully we'll have some clue what this means. Siv Zion, Halach Sinai. It is Halach Lomayshim Sinai, Tfilin ala klaf. Tfilin has to be on klaf, Veloy al haduch sustois. Veloy al hagvil. It has to be on the parchment and not on what is called duch sustois and not on gvil. The Bir Alacha says, what is gvil? Gvil is hide that wasn't smoothed. Veloy husami men rakaser sham. You only took off on the side of the hair and you fixed it, but on the side of the flesh, Nothing was removed. So the gvil is sort of the outer hide, where you took off the outer layer of hair, but the inner layer toward the flesh was not smoothed out. If you want to know what that means, you could look at the clip of uh, the share that went up last night from the pheasant, from the tannery and fez. You'll see the guy smoothing out the hair off the top of the hide. Okay. That's gvil. Gvil is the outer side. But now the, the mechaber is going to explain what these things are. Koisen ala klaf. You write on the klaf on the side of the meat, the imshin apostle. If you wrote on the other side, it's apostle. Mahu klaf, umahu duchsustus. What is klaf and what is duchsustus? Why doesn't he say what is gvil? Gvil, we're supposed to know. That's what the bir halacha identifies as the ar shaloi nechlak. Ha'ar bishas ibudai, the hide, when you tan it, cholkinoi soilishnayim. You divide it into two. The outer side, which is toward the hair, is called klaf. The inner half, that is on the meat, on the muscle, is called duchsustas. So again, basically you, t- you uh, skin the animal, and the skin has two parts to it. The hide has two parts, the outer half uh, toward the hair and the inner half toward the meat. Now, the inner half is called duchsustas. You can't use duchsustas. Now, what does it mean you write on the klaf litzad habasar? According to this, when we say you write on the klaf, on the side of the basar, the inner half, that is the part that is attached, that is connected to the duchsustas. I mean, very simple. Basically, let's say the hide, you know, the, the hide has two parts. The outer half 
um, the hair grows out from here. The, there are two layers. The outer layer is the cloth. The inner layer is the duchsustus. Okay, I was asked to raise it so that the camera could see also. The outer half is the cloth. The inner half is the duchsustus. And the inner half is no good. You can't use the duchsustus. Uh, the outer half, one side the hair grows from, and that's smoothed out. And the other side is the side near the flesh. You have to use this side, and you can't use that side. So it's the inner part of the outer layer. Now the Bir Alacha said, Gvil is also the outer layer, but... Oh, basically the R... It sounds like Gvil is not shaloi, not that it's not smoothed, but Gvil is the hide that wasn't split into two. It wasn't split into klaf and duchsustos. By the way, in the, uh, in the Dirshu, they give some a further explanation in note 36. He says there are three types of hide used for stam. Gvil, klaf, and duchsustos. High, um, hide that is completely tanned and not divided is called gvil. Okay? So, um, nechlak does not mean smooth, it means divided. So if it's not split into half, it's called gvil. But if it's split into two, the outer half is called klaf, the inner half is called duchsustos. In Mesech the Shabbos, I in Tesselmud Beis, we bring halach l'mashimisinai, tefillin are written on klaf, on the inner part, Kineged the Basar, mezuzah is written on duchsustus on the outer half, opposite the hair. Sefer Torah is written on gvil, where the hair is. Yeah, that's very interesting. Okay, so now we know what these three things are. Gvil is completely worked hide that was not split into half. Sefer Torah is written on gvil on the outer half. Tfilin is written on Klaf on the inner half. Mezuzah is written on Duchsustus on the outer half. Tfilin written on Duchsustus or on Gvil or on Klaf, the Makam Ser is Pasal. Now, very interesting, the Dirshu brings that nowadays we're not knowing to divide the R into two. We don't do this. You hear this? Nowadays we don't do this. But rather, uh, we scrape the inner half Mitzad Abbasar very well until you basically scrape away all the duchsustos and you're left only with klaf. And then on the hair side, you scrape the outer shell in order to smooth it. And this is the klaf that's kosher for tefillin. And the Nishmas Adam writes, not to scrape a lot from the hair side in order that you're left with the klipas ha'ar ha'alyoyna, which is the klaf. The Chassam Sofer says, you don't have to worry about that. Because as long as you peel away from the R, the part that's Nagea Babasar, that's Nechshav Klaf, even if you peel away from Mitzat Haseyar. Interesting. Um... Okay, let's um, let's finish the mechaber here. Ulfiza ki amrinon koysin al haklaf 
When we say you write on cloth where the flesh is, the closest place to the flesh. That is where it's connected. Our cloth that we don't divide. They have a din of cloth. And you write on the side near the meat. Aye, but that's gevil. You haven't divided in half. The answer is, Shemasha Megorin Klipasa Yona by scraping away the top shell, Shabamakim Sarah, Eno Elakide Mashatakla Sakna Lachlika, that's only smoothing it. Vafilum, meaning you can't write on that part, you have to write on the other part, Samach Labasar, not on the outer part. Vafilum Hayu Cholkim Ha'arlashnayim. Even if you would divide it into two, Sarach Lagarim Menukach, you'd have to scrape the outer part. Umitzad Habasar, but from the side that's touching the flesh, Goyrin Harbe, you scrape a lot, that you scrape away all the Duchsostos, but there's no, um, there's no, all you're left with is Klaf. In other words, what the Mechaber is saying is like this, that nowadays, we basically use Gevil, we don't split the hide into two. The only thing is, we smooth out the outer part. However, the Mechaber says you can't write on the outer part, because what you're removing on the outer part is just to remove the outer hairs. But on the inner part, you're scraping away so much, so basically what you're doing is, instead of splitting off the Duchsostos, you're scraping away the Duchsostos. Meaning, instead of making two layers, and writing on the inner layer of the, uh, the, inner layer of the outer layer, right? instead of making two, splitting the two layers, and writing on the inner part of the outer layer, you're basically just scraping away the inner layer, you're getting rid of the Duchsostos completely, so you're left with just cloth. Um, and it seems like it's a machloikis between the nishmas on them and the chasam soifer. How much of the outer layer, how much of the hair you're allowed to scrape? Where the nishmas Adam says not to scrape too much, and the chasam soifer says it's not really, uh, it's not, it's not an issue if you scrape too much. Okay, let's see if we'll uh, see, perhaps some of the other beer halachas tomorrow. Thanks everybody for joining. Bracha v'hatzlacha, kol tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.